0: Hey okay, guys, Uh, you guys are welcome to my podcast today. I'm your host, Freddie J, and this is my podcast, Voice of the Wanderer. And uh, today we have the beautiful <laughs> Courtney. Uh, it's nice to have you here today.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, of course. So uh, could you introduce yourself, please? Uh, I'm pretty sure everyone is dying to know who you are.
1: <laughs> yeah, I am Courtney Huff. I'm born and raised in Pocatello, Idaho, tiny mm-hmm. little town. Yeah. Sink into you, you can never leave.
0: <laughs> so, you were born and raised in Pocatello,
1: mm-hmm.
0: never moved, nothing.
1: Nope, I almost moved to Nashville, but I ended up not doing that. Nashville, Tennessee, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. I want to go to that place, it's sometime. a fun
0: place. It's so, I'm mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, uh, so you've told us your name, told us where you're from. Could you tell us more about you? Like, we want you to go in depth, we want to know the courtney that people don't know the
1: courtney that people well <laughs> okay um i'm 29 years old mm. so i'm pretty young and god there's not too much about me but until you dive deeper i guess um i was born and raised mormon if people don't know what that is it's lds you mean you mean uh, lds yeah lds mm. Everybody calls it Mormon here. So okay. yeah, born and raised Mormon. And um, just kind of never really stuck with it, I guess. <laughs> My parents here they the be so mad.
0: <laughs> uh, it's okay, your dad is not gonna be mad, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, so born and raised LDS, um, which kind of keeps you sheltered with a lot of stuff, I feel like, especially as a woman. Um, we kind of get shamed into things too so which is yeah kind of important as to where i am now yeah but um once i graduated high school and everything and kind of got out of my parents house and out of that mormon bubble um i decided that i was going to figure out where i wanted to be in life and start to embrace parts of me that were pushed down if that makes sense so once I got married, got out of the house, I started to figure out who I was and a lot of that revolved around going to the gym and things like that. So I started doing that. I had um, I had to stop though because I had fertility issues that put, yeah, it was a lot of fun. So that made me stop going to the gym because I had to take all this medication and I had to stop doing anything and pretty much just lay in bed so that I could get pregnant with my kids um so once I finally got done doing all that it put oh god it put so much freaking weight on me I probably was up to like 300 pounds honestly are
0: you are you for real
1: I'm for real damn <laughs> you've seen the pictures
0: oh yeah with you at 300 pounds probably
1: wow yeah because of all of that and my doctors didn't listen to me and um anyway last year i decided to get my life back and it was kind of like i don't care what doctors say anymore i'm gonna do it for me so i went and i got blood tests done after i had to get an emergency hysterectomy last year i was 28 which doesn't happen for 28 year olds so Uh,
0: what's that
1: a hysterectomy yeah a hysterectomy is when they have to go out and pull out your uterus and everything, pretty much so you can't have kids anymore. And uh, it's for life? Yeah, for life. So, no more babies for you? No more babies. Ouch. Yeah, that kind of sucked. Yeah. But, you know, with everything that was happening to me, I have PCOS and endometriosis, which, if you don't know what PCOS is, it's when you have cysts in your ovaries not fall down and they basically explode like little bombs. So they're, they're eggs, what you would, you know, turn into a baby. So, um, that, that pain was really bad. And endometriosis gives you a ton of pain, makes you like bleed all the time. So Mm -hmm. like, it can be, it can be life threatening too. So I had to get that all done. And I was talking to my doctors about everything and they, um, they just said that I needed to watch my weight and you know figure out what was going on, but they didn't want to figure out what was going on because I was questioning them. So I went and I got my hormones checked, found out the whole reason why I was gaining all this weight was because my estrogen level was incredibly high and I was producing no testosterone, which women are supposed to do. So within like nine months of correcting that, I lost like 100 pounds out of like nowhere, just from correcting my hormones. And then one day I was talking to my husband and I was like, you know, I need a lot more confidence. I've lost all this weight, but I feel so bad about myself and like how I look and everything. And I was like, I'm gonna start posting to this place called Reddit to make myself feel better. So I did and I had enough people talk to me and they're like, oh, you should make an OnlyFans, and you should do, you know, this kind of stuff, and, because I would have never done it, so I did, and, um, I use some of that money that I make from OnlyFans to help fund an animal rescue here in Idaho, so it kind of helps me <laughs> feel better, I guess, starting out, you know, because I was yeah. that sheltered Mormon girl, yeah. so I was like, well, at least this money's going to something good, but, um, then it got fun, and then I just kept doing it, kept losing weight, feeling better about myself, and OnlyFans has been fun. I was kind of surprised, but I was surprised how much work it was. That's been the kicker. So that's kind of what got me to where I am, Courtney's life in a nutshell.
0: <laughs> that's nice. Uh, oh, so uh, if, I, if I get you correctly, you're an entrepreneur. So you're self-employed. Mm-hmm. That's that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, because uh, I used to, I used to say that I don't want to work for someone for the rest of my life. You know, I, I think that's pretty great. Yeah. Uh, so for the animal rescue, I think it's a noble cause. Mm-hmm. Uh, helping these animals. Uh, some animals are abused. Yeah. And uh, sometimes you just find them abandoned also on the road. uh mm-hmm. Stuff like that, and you go to the shelter, you find these cute dogs, cats, all those pets, you know, mm-hmm. so I think it's admirable, you know, I, I admire you for that, you know. And <laughs> Thanks. Uh, so about the OnlyFans, could you share more light on that? Uh, I know many people don't know much about OnlyFans. I have a clue, mm-hmm. but this podcast is not about me. Yeah. It's about them. So, so
1: like, do you want to know, like, what it is? What it is, okay. what it
0: entails, what do you do, like okay whatever what you're
1: comfortable sharing okay sweet so OnlyFans is like a paid subscription site where you can um follow your favorite creator and that person it, they could do whatever i think when people hear OnlyFans, i think sometimes they think it's just all like sexual which i guess it's actually not and i was kind of surprised about that um there's a lot of people that use it for baking or like the behind-the-stage access that you would get from your favorite like actors or singers or whatever. So like it's stuff that you don't get to see in your everyday life, I guess. If you really like this person, you get to see a lot more of that person than they would share elsewhere. Does that make sense? Kind of. So <laughs> on my OnlyFans, mine, it is on the more sexual side okay yeah but like i said it was the getting out of the mormon shell which a lot of people actually like that and that's what brought a lot of people to my page is the fact that i am ex-mormon so <laughs>
0: yeah you're you attracting the ex-mormons uh, the group to your page well
1: and current there's <laughs> actually current some moment, really there's yes yeah, seminary teachers uh <laughs> Are you serious? I'm serious. Yeah. There's uh, seminary teachers. There's people in the bishopric. There's like. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey, t- to each their own, but yeah. Uh,
0: I mean, I'm neutral.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I have
0: no opinions right now. My job is to ask you questions and have a discussion. <laughs> I mean, I don't blame them, but I mean, you look great. So. Thanks. I <laughs> mean, some people want to appreciate nature. Who am I to judge? Yeah. You know? So uh, like you mentioned before, you're married, uh, Mm -hmm. you have kids. and So how do you deal with that stigma from friends and family members? How do you deal with that? How do you manage that? I'm pretty sure most of your family members know you do OnlyFans
1: and your friends also. Actually, I don't think a lot of them do. You think so? I don't think that they do. And if they they did, then they had to go looking for it. So I've kind of gotten to this place in my life where... I really don't care what people think of me anymore. That's what's up. Yeah, and it took a long time to get there. And I think I got that hard skin because I used to be in such good shape, you know, before I had all that shit happen to me. So it was more of the, well, look what happened to her. Why doesn't she look that way anymore? So I got that thick skin now that I'm like, well, and if they did find me, they were on dark places of Reddit. And it's like, why were you there? But um, if they did, I mean, I do have a few friends who know that that's what I do. And they're super supportive about it. One of my friends is actually a counselor. And she said the same thing. She's like, you know what? If it's done nothing but be good for your marriage and be good for your self-esteem and things like that, how is it a bad thing? And that's exactly what I said, too. I was like, you know, I just feel like a better mom. Because I can talk to other people on there. And I'm not talking about Paw Patrol all day. Because that's all my kids want to talk about. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> when they go down for nap time, that's when I get all my stuff done. Hmm. And same thing too. I think a lot of people would think that messaging people back and forth, they're, they're just wanting to sext with you or something. And it's like, no, they're not. I actually get more people that are, how's your day? How's your family? You know, I feel more like a therapist than anything else because I listen to their problems and, um, kind of like a hairdresser, you know, when you go and talk to a hairdresser, that's kind of how it is most of the time, 90% of the time, that's what it is. But I mean, on my page and on my feed, there's, you know, videos or pictures or sexual natured things, but in my inbox, It's almost like friends just talking, pretty much.
0: I'm surprised you brought that up, though, because uh, in this generation today, we have a lot of uh, quote-unquote horny people.
1: Yeah. And uh, all (laughs) they want to
0: do is we have the pedophiles, Mm -hmm. and we have all this group of sexual people. Mm -hmm. I mean, I am not judging. Mm -hmm. Of course, I'm judging the pedophiles.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Because I think it's wrong. Of course it is. Uh, So they just check up on you. Cause i'm pretty sure those old people like the 85 or 95 year old people they'll like can i see your feet? <laughs> how do you how do you deal with people like that how
1: do you deal with those kind of messages because the ones that are a little more uncomfortable because
0: i feel like it takes a lot of patience to
1: do your job it does so i'll give you an example i don't really reach out to people like i i post all my stuff on reddit instagram and a few other places my reddit inbox i have oh God, what was it? Like 5,000 unread messages and I will never catch up. On there, I get unsolicited pictures. I get the weirdest requests from people. Um, and like, I, that's just part of it. I can't answer all those people, you know, back. Sure. So that's how I filter it out is I tell everybody, if you want to talk to me, the place to do it is OnlyFans. And usually it filters out those messages that you were talking yes. about because they're like oh well, i don't want to do that i'm in the go on go only fans and you know talk to her because i want to talk to her not i'm just gonna send her all these weird things but you do get those like let's see what was the weirdest one he's not on there anymore i had one guy message me and he well there's two of them he wanted me to break all my dishes Wearing heels and lingerie, <laughs> and it was weird. <laughs> he was like, "Just break all your dishes for me, and I'll buy you new ones." I'm like, "No." <laughs> that's traumatic. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, because in my mind, I'm like, "Yeah, you know, it's like he was willing to pay for it," but I'm like, "Then I gotta clean it up. I gotta clean up my floor and all this kind of stuff." I'm like, "Well, whatever. That's your kink, but that's not mine." Or this one actually, this one really got to me because kind of pissed me off he um do you know what crush videos are i do not okay so it's basically when it's a taller girl and i'm taller um how we'll, tall are you i'm like five ten. Oh, nice yeah <laughs> so it's when a taller girl puts on heels and like stomps on stuff okay hmm. it's like a giantess kink or oh. whatever yeah i get it now mm-hmm but it can get, like, super dark and you will get those people because some of them want you to, like, step and kill little animals. Wow. Yeah. And that was that one person was like, I'll pay you to go get, like, a little kitten. And I'm like, okay, dude, no. Hmm. Yeah. So, like, yeah, that was not good. So you get those people and that kind of stuff, you know, it's illegal. Yeah. But... That was probably the weirdest one. It a weird one.
0: So, uh, I mean, you, you mentioned people subscribe to your page. Mm-hmm. You know, they pay and how is it like? Uh, how is the pay like? Is this something you could survive on? Like on a monthly basis or weekly basis? Mm-hmm. Or is it like, is OnlyFans more of like a side hustle? Or could it be a full-time job? In your opinion?
1: It could definitely be a full-time job. It, is for me a full time job. Um, it's basically what you put into it is what you're going to yield out. Okay. If that makes sense. So if I was advertising more on a couple other places, like I guess TikTok is a really popular one, then I would get a ton more subscribers. But I just haven't yet because I'm like, oh, I'm new to this. You know, I've started doing it for eight months. I need to get comfortable. So, as far as like. If you could survive, yeah, you definitely could. I know somebody who makes $10,000 a month off of it.
0: Can I open, can I open it on my account today
1: or <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that's a lot of money. <laughs> I know. But for me, I'm in the top 5%. Yeah. So that's pretty damn good for as much as I put into there. But like, I couldn't tell you how much I make off of it because it's different monthly, if that makes sense. So people can set whatever they want for, like, a monthly subscription fee. Some girls will put, okay, it's $20 to subscribe to my thing, $20 a month. Hmm. But then they make you still pay for the videos once you subscribe. So it's, you're kind of getting ripped it's, off. It's kind of greedy, huh? Yeah. So it depends on the people, and it depends on, you know, what you do. And you kind of have to gauge, am I worth this? Is my page worth this? And, yeah.
0: And part of your job also is staying in shape, if I'm correct. Mm-hmm. Because your body is your brand, right? Yeah. How's that like? Is, is there like pressure to look a
1: certain way? Yes and no. Because um, like I said, I had two kids and I lost all that weight. So for me, it's like, I will go nitpick stuff like, oh, I need to, you know, go, go get a boob job right away or I need to tighten up the skin, which it can't be, you know, once you have all of that trauma, it's not ever going to go. So I think you do get the pressure of wanting to go get all these surgeries done. And I've had to get out of my head and be like, you know what? No, I'm just going to do what I'm doing and do the best that I can do. I'm going to still let it motivate and drive me because that's what's been doing it. But there comes like a clear line with obsession and progression. It's true. So it's like I got to be very careful because I used to be one of those super obsessed people. I was training to compete, you know, back before all my stuff happened to me. So I think back of what I looked like, and it's like I had abs (laughs) and all that kind of stuff. And it's like I want that back. But then it's like, well, you're 19 you're 29 now and you've had two kids and God knows how many surgeries on your core. It's like, it's going to take a little bit. So it's been a good driving force for me to keep going and doing the things that I want to do at the gym. And it's been also good for setting those boundaries too, that I didn't have before. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. That that makes sense. Yeah. That's nice. Hmm. So uh, how do you market yourself? Uh, I know in the past, I didn't know what OnlyFans was or what it was all about until you see these people add you on Snapchat and the next thing they send you a naked picture and they are like, oh, follow my OnlyFans page. Mm-hmm. So annoying. I know. Super annoying. So are you mm-hmm. one of those
1: people? No. And like, I know I could make a lot more money if I did do that. But a big thing about me is I like to be super authentic with my stuff. So I will I... never push things on people. Like, I just, I can't do it because I hate it, you know? So I'll go post photos on different subreddits. Like, a a subreddit's like a a channel. Yeah. Okay. So if there's a subreddit that's talking about butts or whatever, it's like, yeah, then you got to post a photo that obviously has something like that. So it's more like teaser stuff that I'll put out there. I do have a Snapchat and I do let people follow me but I never go and add people off of it just cause I, I hate that. So I do Reddit, I do Instagram, I post to Instagram daily. Um, I post my stories on Snapchat and yeah, so far I'm just doing those ones. And I will branch out once I'm a little bit more comfortable and want to, but I'm not one of those people either that wants to go on TikTok and do those annoying stupid dances. I just, no. <laughs> I you can't do you're it. saying
0: you can't dance?
1: I can't dance for shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, good to know. Yeah. So uh, so you're looking at doing OnlyFans long term, or are you thinking of short term? I Is don't know. Is this um, something you want to do for like a... Because I know uh, old habits die hard. Mm-hmm. When you've done something over and over again, it just becomes part of you. Mm-hmm. Was this like a, an experiment? Were you trying to try it out?
1: Kind of. Um, so like I said, it first started for like body confidence yeah, sure. and I was surprised how many subscribers I got when I first started it, like within a couple of days, I had like 50 people on there and I was surprised because yeah. I was like, Oh, I didn't think it would get that much. But then after that, my husband had a huge work accident. Yeah. So he, he had to be on workman's comp and workman's comp in Idaho sucks. So it does. It it's not very good. I've never used it, so I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, it's not very good. Um and I had an insurance background before I did all of this. Which was good. (laughs) But it it did. But the thing was is you know, you just you don't get paid as much and we had the inflation and everything else going on at the time. It's like thank God for OnlyFans, because if I didn't have that and if I didn't push a little bit harder then there's no way we would have like stayed afloat like we did because of that. And when, of course we had just bought our new house and it's like, when it rains, it pours, you know, and of course, getting close to Christmas time and he still wasn't, you know, back to work. So for me, I think when he got hurt and I saw how much I actually could make off of there to help offset stuff, like why not? So, I think right now, I just want to see where it can go because it doesn't happen very often that you do as well as I'm doing for starting out. So I would like to keep doing it because it does help me with my journey and supporting the animal sanctuary, but I don't think I would do it long-term. I'd like to make good money off of it and build some things to do here in Pocatello because we don't have very much like family activities that you can do I agree agree. yeah so I would much rather make money so that I could do something like that and then just call it good okay
0: so I'm gonna pry into your private area a little bit you can pry (laughs) (laughs) so how does your husband feel about you doing OnlyFans and also like are you guys
1: in like an open marriage stuff like that so My husband is super supportive about it. He's, you know, he's a guy. so He's like, anything that you can do to make yourself feel better, make you, you know, look better, make you just be more confident, you know, because when you look better, you're more confident. So he was around somebody who was just a lump on a log, depression, suicidal, all this stuff before, and now he gets how I am now. It's like he's more than... Happy about it because it's been it's been good for our relationship. It's not just, oh, it's Wednesday. We need to have sex because we haven't had sex in three weeks. (laughs) Lay down. So it's not like that anymore. Now it's he can't keep up with me. And as far as the open relationship thing, yes and no. Like he is totally, he's like a it's like a cuck is what it's called when you enjoy seeing your spouse with somebody else. So he, he likes that as long as he can somewhat be a part of it. So like if I send him a video or something and I've only done it like a couple of times, but um, it's more for like content purposes, I guess, because people like that. Yeah. So it's more for that. And because he knows that I'm not going to go too far with it if that makes sense. So you guys
0: have boundaries?
1: Yeah. Okay. Everybody's got to have boundaries. Okay. So he knows about everything before anything happens. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. And uh kind of spiced up your relationship huh? Made Definitely it, did. Made it better. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely did. So I guess uh, only fast therapy?
1: Yeah. And <laughs> like couples therapy.
0: That's nice. So let's transition a little bit into your religious background i know you mentioned uh, you were born lds mm. uh so have you have you balanced that i know your parents are mormon right yeah so uh, how do they feel about you
1: living the religion
0: and do they know about what you do
1: um so i don't think they think that i have been out of the church as long as i have okay like i said i uh when i was a teenager it was like i was 15 or so i found out a lot like about the church's history so i was in but i was out because Mm -hmm. i was forced to go to church and once i graduated high school they wanted me to go to singles ward (laughs) they still don't know this but like i would go on sunday i'd get all dressed up but i'd go take a nap in my car (laughs) because i didn't want to go to church and um, now after we had our, we had our first son, I was pressured nonstop to get him blessed in the church and everything and just would not hear the end of it. Yeah. And so I did to appease people. And when my second was born, it was during COVID and like, it was kind of nice because I wasn't pressured yeah. because there was no churches open True, and I could blame it on it because they were like, well, we need to do something. And I was like, no, I'm not going to take a newborn when there's something out that, you know, common cold or anything can kill a newborn. So I was like, I'm going to kind of use this.
0: (laughs) That was your excuse. (laughs) That was my excuse.
1: (laughs) And then, and then I just kind of got, I, for lack of a better term, I got balls and I was like, no, I'm not going to, you guys aren't going to force me to do things anymore. You know, I'm in my twenties. I've moved out. I'm did, just not Did you meet your husband in the church? kind of. In the singles ward? No. Oh. He was at the gym and wouldn't get off a piece of equipment I needed. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know the drill. <laughs> yeah. Little did I know. He was plotting to ask me out and there I am just pissed that he won't get off a lap pull down. But <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So that's where I met him, but you know everybody in this town's mormon so he he was in singles ward so I would go with him because he was going to go on a mission so I wanted to spend as much time with him as I could but he was kind of in the same point that I was just more of the people pleasing thing I don't think he honestly believed in the church but it was so more of
0: he didn't serve a mission
1: he did he He actually left for a few months to India and then he came home because obviously by church's standards he wasn't worthy to go you know because you know we were we were having you know he had his previous girlfriends too so he came home and that was that was kind of traumatic for him because he had to go in front of all these old men and tell them who he's had sex with, what they did like in detail and all sorts of stuff. And like, just be jet, like, that's weird. (laughs) You know what I mean? I thankfully didn't have that issue. Like he did. I did talk to the Bishop, but I was, I was blessed with a very good Bishop like, and a lot of them are, but a lot of them, especially now that I have the OnlyFans, I kind of wonder if some of them get off knowing these things you know because i hear some things and i'm like oh but i mean yeah like i said I, I was blessed to have the person that i did didn't judge me but for him he was judged like no other and like he couldn't take the sacrament or anything and if you've ever been to a lds church when they stop in the middle of the meeting to hand out like the bread and pass the water and stuff People look at you, especially if you don't take it. So it's like then people are sitting there wondering, Well, he must have done this and he must have done this, especially if he came home from a mission within three months. Then I'm sitting with him and I one isn't taking it. So it's like, it like oh two of them. Yeah. It was like Game of Thrones, you know, walking down naked, judge. <laughs> 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 so it's definitely like that.
0: Oh, did you see that uh, episode in Game of Thrones where they said "shame, shame"? Yeah,
1: that's that's. How that's what you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: That was rough. Yeah, I was uncomfortable when I watched that episode. I was like, mm-hmm. poor lady.
1: See, oh, I, I didn't watch too much of that, but when I saw that episode, that was instantly what popped in my head <laughs> when I watched that.
0: So, uh, what are uh, your day-to-day uh, activities like? Was I want to know like the In the head of an OnlyFans model, Mm -hmm. uh, what's your day-to-day activities like? Like, what's your life like on a day-to-day basis? Okay. Apart from family, how do you balance it up creating content? Because uh, someone told me, a wise man told me a while ago, he told me content creation comes with depression. Mm -hmm. Because it's difficult to keep up editing and all that stuff before you post. Then you have to target your audience. Mm-hmm. try to get a certain amount of views and you know for you subscriptions yeah. so how is it like
1: um so for me i guess i'm kind of blessed because my kids are young okay. they're one and three so from the morning it's wake up i wake up just a little bit earlier than they do so that i can go check all my messages i might take a few teasing photos first when I get up. Okay. Cause like people like that I'm authentic and I'm I usually don't wear a lot of makeup or, you know, that kind of thing. I don't like putting on filters. And people like that. Which is funny because all the girls are not like that. So that's the one thing that draws people. So
0: she's hating <laughs> FYI. Shots fired.
1: <laughs> Shots fired. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the one thing about me is like that's kind of my niche, is I'm very natural. And then the mormon thing. So it brings people in. So I'll take those photos. I'll go wake up my kids. I'll get all their stuff done. If my husband's at work, somebody will usually come over and watch them real quick so I can go to the gym. Um, then I get home and I put them down for nap time. That's when I will do custom videos. So like if somebody requests for me to do something for them, that's when I film those or I just film any content because my page needs That People love solo stuff. Hell, they like public stuff too. So if, if I'm in the parking lot after the gym, they want something from that too. So I, you know, I use my time where I have it. So when they're napping, that's when I do all of that. And then just through the night when we're getting ready for like bedtime, they usually sit down and watch a show before bed. That's when I catch up on messages again. So I just balance my time to work for me, which is great. You know, not many jobs you can do that. If I was on there more often, I could definitely be making more money. But again, that's not as important to me. What's important to me is, you know, the time with my kids. So, awesome. awesome.
0: So what would you like everyone out there, like the viewers out there to know about OnlyFans? Because... uh. Yes, stigma about OnlyFans. A lot of people feel differently or they feel judgmental about OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think talking to you today, I've come to understand a different side of fans. Mm-hmm. you know? So what's your message for them, for the people, uh, everyone else? Like, what do you have to say about OnlyFans
1: in your own words? I would just say, don't judge people. Like, mm-hmm. I know that is just so simple, but it's true. It's like, if you saw me walking down the street or at the gym, you probably wouldn't think that I did any of that. You know, a lot of people think it's shallow, self-centered people that are doing it. Hmm. And it's not. There's a lot of moms. I've made a lot of good friends off of there. Like, it's funny that, like, you can be open and you can be yourself. But just don't, don't hate on somebody for doing something completely different than you would do. Because... They're not the problem. You're the problem if you have to project that on someone else.
0: I have an LDS quote for you. So it says, don't judge me because I sin Sin differently than you. you." So uh, I think that quote is powerful uh, in our life today, in our days today, our generation. People judge. Yeah. uh, They will judge you because you're doing something differently. Mm -hmm. They don't know what it means to be in your shoes. Yeah. So. What I tell people is whatever works for you, whatever makes you happy, because uh, only you can make yourself happy. Yeah, you know if you're gonna wait for someone to make you happy, you're gonna wait for eternity. It's not gonna happen.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, like my people like to say, they say you're on your own. Yeah, but like, hey, dude, you're on your own. You know, like you came you, you came into this world alone.
1: Mm-hmm. You're
0: living alone too. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, I think that's pretty cool. Uh, I'm I'm grateful for your time today. Uh, for gracing me with your presence uh, <laughs> in my podcast uh, i'm pretty sure if you are out there have had a chance to learn 1802 and uh you're gonna get some followers too <laughs> <a bit. laughs> and, uh, i hope your dad doesn't see this podcast <laughs>
1: if he does <laughs> dad sorry she's but sorry she's sorry it's been good for me <laughs> yeah
0: whatever works for you you know so yeah. thank you very much thanks and uh hope to see you in our subsequent episodes uh, moving forward yeah Uh, thank you